Welcome to your weekly grind with Faisal Din. This is a podcast designed to explore the various challenges we face daily. Every week, we will focus on a practical topic and discuss different real-life examples which you could probably relate to. This episode will leave you with a different perspective in facing such challenges and begin hacking your behavior to enable positive change to take place in your life. Let's get into it. Hello everyone. Hope you're having an amazing day. Faisal Din here. And today, I'll be talking about avoidance. Now, the avoidance that I'm speaking about, as defined by Google, is the action of preventing something from happening. Who has been in a situation where we requested for some information from a colleague or went for an interview or a sales meeting and at the end, we were met with, I'll get back to you. That's fair, it's fair enough. It happens every day. Sometimes they need to go up and discuss with the decision makers. Now, out of all that, I'll get back to you's How many times have we been met with cold, dead silence for days, weeks, and months? Let me ask you this. Have you done the same? Have you extended silence without getting back to someone? Getting back to interviews. Recently, I was conducting a round of interviews to replace a staff member who was relocating to another country with her husband. So we had many applicants, somewhat around the number of, I would say, 20. And at the end of the first round and making a decision, we all made sure to get back to the interviewee, each and every one of them, on whether he or she got through the first round and if they didn't make the cut. We either sent out a short email or a call was made to thank them for their time and effort. To me, that is just common decency. Another example I could give you was I had a meeting recently with the chief operating officer of a rather large organization with about 4,000 plus employees. So I had a meeting with him and his team. So during which I proposed a program, uh, people got enthusiastic, but they still, still needed a week to go through the proposal before they could get back to me on a decision, which is fair enough. They have to go through the proposal in much more detail, discuss it amongst themselves to see whether they have the budget for it and whether it is in line with their transformation objectives. So I personally thought, okay, he'll get back to me within a week, most likely not. However, to my surprise, on a Monday morning the following week, I got a call from his office and he the chief operating officer himself was on the line and he called me to inform me that they could not move forward with the proposal. Although it was disappointing news, but I was very much appreciative of his gesture of him personally calling me to inform me of the decision, even though it is not a positive one. Because in doing so, then my office would not have to be calling his office constantly just to follow up on whether they have made a decision, whether they need more information, whether there's another meeting required. So I didn't have to utilize my resources just to get an answer. 
I've had countless meetings where enthusiasm was displayed by the people that I met. A lot of questions were coming in, suggestions, ideas in terms of how they would like to incorporate this and following up requests for additional information, references, wanting more documents, etc., etc. But when it came for them to communicate a decision to me, avoidance somehow was the norm. And sadly, in many organizations, avoidance is exercised when a decision has not been made or when it is not approved. People get ghosted, left wondering why weren't they gotten back to? And what's the status of the proposal, their question, the required information, and all these interrelated work? Now, as a member of an organization, I would like you to think, just, just for a moment, imagine the resources wasted when individuals or teams are placed in a state of limbo due to avoidance without any indication of their proposed action. Now consider as well the indirect cost of an avoidance and its effect on morale, individual morale to be specific. I have met countless of highly enthusiastic individuals who lost their spark along the way because they were countlessly ghosted and acts of avoidance from their superiors was exercised time and time again, just because superiors or individuals do not know how to say no or to say, I need more time. When they're left in the dark as to why their initiatives did not follow through without any rationale provided, then organizations, management, or superiors begin to wonder, why is productivity low? Why is creativity minimal? And work relationships seem superficial. If you're a victim of avoidance, it's also very likely that time and time again, you've also avoided facing up to communicating decisions or progress. Now, firstly, be wary when you're positioning yourself to avoid communicating decisions or progress either to your colleagues, subordinates, or external parties. Secondly, gather the courage, gather the courage within you to confront and face up to having to communicate unsatisfactory decisions. It happens. But in doing so, you don't waste other people's time, the stresses that they face in not knowing what's going on, because certainty is much, much better than being left in the dark. Thirdly, when you are facing up to having to communicate that decision that you're trying to avoid, when you're communicating that particular decision, have that conversation. Have a conversation and approach it objectively without any preconceived agenda. Because when you have that conversation, when you open it up to a conversation, you never know what sort of positive direct or indirect outcome could come from communicating and conversing unsatisfactory news. Now, going back to my example, with the chief operating officer. Because he had the decency to call me personally and inform me 
that the company is not able to move forward with the proposal. So I mentioned to him, okay, sure, maybe I can meet you again in six months to just revisit how his organization is currently doing. So I did. I gave him a call and we met and it was a very informal discussion and just he was just sharing with me what's going on in the organization, the challenges he's facing, the challenges other departments are, are facing as well. And the meeting went on for about two hours and it was just me and him. And following that, he mentioned to me, look, the next time we meet, I want to bring my chief strategic officer or the CSO. And within a week, he scheduled a meeting with me and his CSO. And yes, we did meet. And we had another fruitful engagement and discussion for about an hour. And I proposed to him a pilot program, a pilot intervention, just so that the organization can sample what are the potential uh, can be derived from our intervention. And just to share with you, he has become a good friend. So where I'm going with this is that because he faced up to it, we had many follow-up meetings along the way and eventually we became friends because we have a lot of common interests. We had lunch together and expanded his network just because he did not ghost me. So what I put forth to you is avoid avoidance because silence is not necessarily always golden. That is the end of this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you feel that this episode has brought about value and realization to you, share it and spread the change. If you would like to get in touch with us, do follow us on Instagram at faisal.din. That is F-A-I-Z-A-L dot D-I-N. Or connect with us on LinkedIn at Faisal Din. If you like what we have, please subscribe to us because we make it our mission to provide solutions to the challenges you face at the workplace or in your daily life by changing your perspective and hacking your behavior. Thank you so much again for tuning in and I hope you have an amazing week.